gorgeous listeners. I hope everybody's doing great. It's fabulous to be back here for another episode of Throwing Shade with Miriam and Alan. Alan, hey, how's it going? Hey, Baruch Hashem. Hey, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, happy to have everybody back. So for today, um, we are talking a little bit about greeting demons and what happens when you run into one, especially in the dark, right? Yeah, you got to pick this one. I did. I did. I'm excited about it. I think it's kind of a cool one. Um, so what is the let's let's talk a little bit about the context. So what's the where does this tell me about a text where this comes from, this idea of running into a demon at night and saying, hey, how you doing to him? Right. So uh, take a step back. Running into a shade. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, it happens all the time. Um, especially in the Gemara, we find these Rebbe's who, again, I've mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. They're on a different spiritual plane. It's they're they're just constantly tapped in. So they recognize things that happen around them Mm. spiritually that most of us Mm -hmm. normal folk. Right. Well, the rest of us are like reading articles about mindfulness on our iPhones. Right. (laughs) <laughs> These rebbies are actually like tuned into the the spirit world around them. Right, right. Boom. And what did you say? Boom. Boom. Yes. <laughs> are you trying to do another catchphrase or something? <laughs> I'm trying them on. You know, we're only ten episodes in. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, yeah. Uh, so it happens that they run into Shadim at night, mm-hmm. and they also run into Shadim at day during the day. Because they're um, everywhere all the time, and they're real and they're external. Yes, and the it happens that there are more shadim at night, mm-hmm. typically. Right. Um, and there's two nights a week when that when, when they happens. have like raves and are out vaping. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, they can't see me rolling my eyes. But, <laughs> um, I see shadim as like really obnoxious hipsters. Does that help? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Continue. I, I think even they come out at night. Even the most obnoxious hipster wouldn't do the terrible things that Shadim sometimes do. Touche. Fair enough. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I hope I'm not. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know. Have you ever met a hipster? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um. Anyway, wow. Okay, my head is. Anyway, um, <laughs> isn't the definition? Oh, I have to know this. Isn't the definition? Of a hipster. Like if somebody <laughs> says that they're a hipster, they're by definition not a hipster. Isn't that part of the thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's part of the paradoxical nature of hipsterism. Okay. Yes. I, need to, I need that clarified since that came up. Totally fair. Okay. N- and because of that, Let's now we're going to get back to our show about this. demons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yes. When, and when, when a shade is run into during the day, yes. there are a number of ways to know whether or not it's a shade you're running into. Because one thing to remember is mm. that shading, sh- they can shapeshift mm-hmm. and right. often do take the form of human beings. Right. So if you see some thing that looks like a human being. Right. And you're not sure if it's a shade or not, there are ways to tell. In right. the daytime, um, and this may, be, may become relevant, it will become relevant, uh, something Toysfus mentions, um, it has halakhic ramifications for another episode, mm-hmm. but for this episode... Um, during the day, Toysavis will eventually tell us, and I don't know if we'll get to it in this episode, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, humans have shadows. Mm-hmm. Shadim also have shadows. Mm. Humans' shadows 
have shadows. What? Shading, their shadows do not have shadows. I'm so lost. <laughs> okay. So that's if that's one way to tell if you're looking at a shade. I feel human. like I have less information than I did before. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. So, um, but um, but uh, that that only applies during the day, obviously. Right when there's light for shadows. When there's, correct. I get it. So wait, is this a, so is it a, there aren't any suspicious people, there are only suspicious actions kind of thing? Like, do you tell Shadim by their behavior or do they look a certain way? Great question. Let's talk about, let's go into the text that you might get some help there. Please. It actually has something to do with location. Um, uh, Some of the things you mentioned as well, but for the purpose Mm -hmm. of this particular text, I want to look at um, Masak Sanhedrin, um, the tractate of Sanhedrin. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, uh, Daf Mem Dalad Amad Aleph, forty-four. You're taking my job here, dude. Okay, go for it. Okay, page forty-four. Which which side? Aleph A, one. The yes. first side. Correct. Of the page. Um, in the a, Talmud. There's a there's a discussion that actually is repeated in Masechet Megillah Daf Gimel, um, mm-hmm. page three of tractate. Megillah, right. yeah, which um, is about the Megillah, which is the book that we read on Purim. Yeah, cool. Right. And lots of other things. And lots of other well, things because can you imagine the rabbis go off in tangents during their conversations? Shocking. Why don't they just stay on topic? <laughs> Sorry, let's get back to what we were saying. <laughs> well this is done. our most meta episode yet. And we, we're, we're almost through this entire segment and we haven't even <laughs> talked about this. Okay. Text. Wait, so you said a thing about shadows and I got confused and then there's another thing. So say the other right. thing. So you, because it came up day or night. So this right. particular text right. talks about an encounter at night. Okay. Not just any encounter. Right. This, it's talking about a specific verse in the book of Shaftim. Uh-huh. Um, book where, of Judges. Right. Yeah. Where Yehoshua. Joshua. Yes. Um, actually, it's the book of Yeshua. Sorry. Um, Shaftim's. Oh, scratch that. Thing. Okay. Um, book of Joshua, which is also excellent. My, my, my bad. Yeah. Um, so, Jeez, uh, uh, Yeshua is on his way. He's in Yericho. He's in Jericho. Yeah. And he. Its walls are not going to fare well. Vayisa Enav. Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> yeah, no he lifts up his eyes, mm-hmm. and he sees, what does he see? There's a man with a sword standing over him. Don't you hate when that happens? The sword is drawn. Uh-huh. Okay. And remember, he's, he's like, he's going out to, to get ready to go to war. Right. So this kind of makes sense in context. Right. And it says Be'yerichai, in Yerichai. Okay. Although it's sort of understood that he's not in Yerichai yet because they haven't conquered Yerichai yet at this point. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the man says, it's, I'm saying man in quotations. Mm-hmm. It's not a man. Yeah. I hear your air quotes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he said, Yeshua says to the man, are you... Uh, you're pretty scary. Are you with us or are you with them? Like, mm. are you on our side or you're on their side? Mm-hmm. So the man says, oh, no, you're mistaken. He says, Ani Sartzva Hashem. And I'm, I'm actually the, uh, uh, one of the captains of ha- the, the Hashem's armies, Me- meaning I'm, an, I'm actually a malach. I'm actually mm. an angel. Ooh, this is an intriguing place to take a break. 
Okay, so Joshua has just run into this big dude with a sword who's basically like, yeah, I'm an angel. Right. Then what happens? Yeah, then Yoshua bows down. Okay. He, uh, yeah, he bows down and um, the Gemara comes in and Does says... Does he say anything? He just... Well, he's kind of like, yeah, great, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> like, um, okay, so what's the Gemara's question, like, I imagine? I'm imagine doing the right the thing. Hashem is on my side. Awesome. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. Uh, that's sort of Yeshua's story. Anyway. Um, right, right. Um, um, <laughs> the, uh, um, the Gemara asks, Hechi Avid, Hechi Avid, how could, uh, how could Yeshua have done this? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. The bowing down piece? Well, the bowing down piece is part of it, but more to the point, even before then, uh, how could he have greeted this figure, ah. this person, mm-hmm. right? So, um, because, let's read on, it says, uh, Rabbi Yechanan says, Rabbi Yechanan, he says, okay. A person shouldn't, Yitan Shalom shouldn't greet his friend or a, another human figure uh-huh. at night. <laughs> yeah. Because we're afraid that it might be a shade. Wait, so you just can't say hello to anybody at night because it might be a demon? Correct. Now, remember, this is, first of all, a time before light bulbs. Uh-huh. There <laughs> okay, were, right, fair enough. So night means, like, most people are in bed asleep when right. the sun goes down. Right. And um, if you've ever been in a really dark place, like without around, without streetlights and things like that that's that's palpable darkness right and there's a lot of uh literature about shading and nighttime and darkness mm-hmm. related to how dark with the moon without the moon mm-hmm. all these other mm-hmm. things uh yeah <clears throat> but this is specifically it doesn't you know just at night um you shouldn't the, the, according to rabbi Yechanan, you shouldn't greet another human figure because it could be a demon. Because uh, it could be a, sh- a shade. And that would be saying saying hello to the demon would why like what's the problem? Oh, you'd be inciting the shade. You'd be inviting the shade, and you'd be saying you'd be saying, "Hey, look at me, I'm over here." Oh, rather than like, oh yeah, sure, like like inviting a vampire in. Okay. Right. <laughs> Maybe I they don't... have to be invited in. Yes. In I order don't... to get inside your house, if you say so. Did I not make you watch Buffy? I've watched Buffy, <laughs> but I didn't internalize it quite the way you did. Okay, all right, we'll talk about this later. Okay, so you can't, <laughs> um, <laughs> so you can't say hello to like random people that you meet out in the dark at night. Correct, because it could be a demon. Right. All right. And and oh, so the Gemara is like, why also, would Joshua do this? Right. Also, you you shouldn't make a shade aware of your existence mm. because it's putting yourself in harm's way, which is uh, against the Torah. You can't put yourself, purposefully oh. put yourself in harm's okay, way. Okay, so you can't call attention to yourself in a potentially dangerous situation. Correct. So, okay. yeah. The Gemara answers. Shani Hassam, there, it's different. <laughs> right? Dekamar um, lay, because what did Yeshua say? I mean, so what did the Malach say to Yeshua? Ani sar tzva Hashem, atabasi. So I am the captain of the Lord of of uh, the captain of the armies of the Lord, uh-huh. right? Now, the Lord there is an important thing. Hashem, he says Hashem's name. Yeah. Right? Not Hashem, which is the word I'm saying. Right. But the real name, the name name. Right, the name of Hashem. Yes. 
Um, Which Hashem, for those who may not be familiar, have we talked about this before? Hashem literally means the name and it's just a way of referring to God without actually saying God's name, which we shouldn't be using frivolously, yada, yada. Okay. Right. But before we even get there, the Gemara says, Vedilma Meshakri. Maybe Mm -hmm. this was a shade. Maybe it was a shade. Mm. And, And a shade would be lying. Oh. In other words. So not maybe the angel was lying, but if it was... Okay, maybe this is actually a demon, and it's just like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Right. If a, sh- a, 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 a malach can't uh, lie, certainly not about that. Um, right. <coughs> their makeup is is different. They would have they would have a tell basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but a shade, who is shape shifted into a human form. Right. They have a poker face. You could say. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, but Gemiri says the says the Gemara. Rather, we learn the shem levatala, that Shadim can't say the name of Hashem in vain, which is one of the mitzvahs. Really? Yes. So uh, Shadim are, according to this Gemara, beholden to at least the mitzvah of not taking Hashem's name in vain. And when the Malach said, "I am Sartzva Hashem," mm-hmm. I am from the uses the name of God, mm-hmm. we know for sure it's not a shade. Because a shade physically couldn't have said that and not meant it because they're beholden to this mitzvah of not taking God's name in vain. Correct. Wow. So even Shadim got to play by the rules. Well, at least this rule, right. What's interesting is that um, Taisvis has quite a bit to say about this. Yeah. And... Um, Toysvis is interesting in his in their um, approach to shadim. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 definitely acknowledge that there are shadim, mm-hmm. and at the same time, they Toysvis tries. Toysvis is one of the commentaries on the Gemara. Right, tries Rashi's grandchildren, another famous right. commentator. Um, tries uh, very very di- very very well, I think, very successfully to um, make sense of shadim in the context of other sort of more rational things. Mm, mm-hmm. um, hmm. So when it's, when the Gemara says, Chashina Shem Hashedhu, right, when we're worried that it's a shade, Rashi just comes in and he says that the Mazikin can't say shade, the name of Hashem in vain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also, by the way, says Rashi, the, saying shalom. If I say shalom to my friend, right? Shalom is the name of Hashem, right? Which, then, we, which all we learned from sh- the Sefer Shoif team, which is what I was trying to reference before that I messed up on. Sorry, but um, <laughs> but that's in Sefer Sefer Shoif team. It says Vayikra loy Hashem shalom, right? Hashem shalom, shalom is okay. So right. shalom, ever like most Jews learn in Hebrew school, is like hello, goodbye, and peace. Which actually, it's more like aloha, which just means peace, and then you use it for hello and goodbye too. But um, but it's also like a a proper name of God. Correct. Okay. Um, and uh, one that we're allowed to use when greeting people. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> it's all um, good. It's okay. So we're covered. And sort of if you're familiar with namaste. Right? Oh, uh-huh. Um, the divine in me recognizes the divine in you. Right. So if I say shalom to you, mm. I'm saying the attribute of God, which is peace, is, is, is right now here with us. Right. Oh. And you say shalom to That's me. That's so nice. And if I say shalom y'all, then the attribute of right. God is here with us in a southern accent. Yeah. Great. That's a yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um yeah, let's 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 pause there because there's more about 
shade demon shadows and daytime and nighttime. yeah we should talk more and about where like we are and walking around at night and running into random people and saying like hey maybe you're a demon maybe you're not geographically and proximity to cities and uh yeah yes yes all kinds of good stuff we could go a lot, a lot of places from here awesome like cities or feel <laughs> god all right thanks alan Alan, we got a cool listener question from Ruth, who was um, asking us actually a does it demon question. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, sure. You were born ready. You've never been more ready. So um, there's a thing. We've talked about Havdala a couple of times on this podcast. Um, the This ritual that separates the Sabbath, the day of rest from the other days of the week. So it's a thing that you do on Saturday night. And one of the wacky little things that you do during this ritual is you we light a candle and we hold it up at one point and look at our fingernails. It's a special um, candle. A very special twisty candle with multiple, with multiple wicks. Uh, wicks. Um, it's a really beautiful, lovely ceremony. But at one point you do this weird thing where you like hold your hands up in the air and you look specifically at your fingernails. Mm -hmm. So Ruth wants to know, does a demon, is that like a demon thing? Is the fingernail thing a demony thing? That's a great question. Um, I'm sorry, Ruth. It is not a shame Oh, thing. boo. But it is eh. really, really cool. It um, is cool. And I'm going to have to uh, double check my sources on this, but I'm pretty sure there's a medrash. Um, actually, I'm pretty confident that it's a medrash and medrash rabba, mm -hmm. gracious rabba, um, that when... The big genesis. When, right. When Adam <laughs> Rishon was first created, yeah, he was not created with a, a skin, an epidermis like you and I have. Mm. Um, his entire body, rather was covered in keratin, which is the stuff that covers your the tips of your fingers. That's your fingernails. Ooh. So right? he was like scaly? Uh, like with fingertips? I, I don't know. Um, not scaly with finger fingertips. I, I don't know. It could be that. It could also be that I, I'm sort of under the impression that your fingernails actually are flexible. Uh -huh. And so that it was like sort of just one. So he just sort of looked like a shiny keratin action figure. Maybe. Huh. Um. But yeah, I'm not sure the details on that. Okay. <laughs> but um, ask him. Get back to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, but beneath that was the skin, the epidermis that you know most humans, <laughs> you know, the, right. the texture that most humans are familiar with. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, so when the so um, just to take a quick step back when Adam and Chava do the sin of eating from the Etzadas Taivara. So when Adam and Eve eat the apple or whatever, apple. It yeah. wasn't an uh -huh. apple. It wasn't an apple. Um, yeah. Conversation for another time. Okay, right. yeah. Um, they ate the fruit. Um, you know, Islam and Christianity like to call it a fall. Mm -hmm. um, in Judaism, it's more like a, I don't know, like a uh, receding, you could say. Hmm. Um, and so if you could imagine sort of the this sense of it is Saturday night, right? Shabbos, it's, it's going away. The mm -hmm. first Shabbos ever. Yeah. And, um, and uh, th they've just done this terrible thing mm. and eaten from the fruit, from the fruit. Um, the gar Gan Eden, which is eternally light. Mm -hmm. Garden of Eden, yeah. Right. Um, is receding off into the background. Oh man. And 
at, you know, at whatever speed it's going. It's just going, it's being taken away from Adam and Chava. But, but let's try and see this from the perspective wow, of Adam. Wow, that is such a heartbreaking image. Like, Wait, I, think about them, I think about them getting kicked out, but the idea of the garden like slowly receding away from them I don't know is if just like devastating. But wait, it gets worse. Okay, oh good. Because while this is happening, the keratin that is covering Adam's skin mm. is falling off. <gasps> and he's becoming just the sort of vulnerable Ooh. skin that we have now. Yeah. And as it's happening, he notices that it's happening on all parts of his body except for his fingertips. Mm. And so as the light is sort of receding in the background, there's just a single sort of point off in the distance. Mm -hmm. He's trying to show Hashem like, look, there's still a little bit of good. Yes, I did a terrible thing, but there's still a Mm. tiny little bit of good. And he's showing his fingernails to the light off in the distance. Wow. um, Trying desperately to hold on to that. I'm picturing like Daniel Day-Lewis or something, (laughs) like just really owning that moment. That is devastating um, to think about and makes that a really, really emotional, powerful moment. And I will never think about Havdalah quite the same way again. (laughs) Right. So we could you could ask the question, why do we do that? Yeah. uh, Alan, (laughs) why do we do that? Um, Because Shabbos in our lives is... Main Olam Haba. It's a taste of the next world. Uh, and so just like the Garden of Eden. Correct. Oh. Is, right. And it's being pulled away from us. Correct. Against and our so will. So we're being like Adam. Right. And we're and saying, saying like we're no, still worthy. We're still we're worthy still... of Shabbos. And we want this Shabbos to last forever. We want Mashiach to come. And we're we're saying like here's Messiah, this little point yeah. of light. Right? The candle. Yeah. And yeah. And I'm gonna I'm going to claw and scratch and hold on to this through the rest of the week. And wow. All right. I love that. Thank you, Ruth, for your question. Um, folks, if you have other listener questions, a does a demon or um, anything else that you want to follow up on, uh, shoot us a tweet and we'll be happy to address that in a subsequent episode. Thanks, Alan. Okay, folks, uh, we've gone a little bit over time. Um, we're going to wrap things up. Um, our our action item this week, how about say hello to somebody in the <laughs> daylight, right? Say say hello to somebody new because, you know, they could be a demon, but they also could be an angel. And you don't know until you say hello. Right, Alan? Sure. You with me on this well, one? Yeah, in Pirkei it says we, we, one should greet everyone mm. with a smile. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to smile in our sign-off. Can you smile into the microphone? He's doing it, guys. He's doing it. All right. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for joining us for this latest edition of Throwing Shade, Better Living Through Jewish Demonology. We will catch you all next time.